Hello, everyone, and welcome to All Four Downs Podcast, the NFL edition of All Four Downs. That's right. I know I said it twice, but you know what? Twice is better than one, right? We could all know that, especially maybe I could say it three times or four times because week two, it took the fourth quarter to find out that certain teams are legit. And there's others that are just pretending to be who they are. It was a massacre in week two. Leading on to week three, we got all the games. We got what we got, straight-up gains, plus five spreads and over-unders. We're going to cover that and much, much more. I'm bringing on Hector real quick. Hector, thank you for joining me on this lovely, lovely Wednesday, one day before we start a new week of the NFL Man, I tell you, 16 games, I was awesome in the first half, all 16 games. But I, I, let me tell you, and I, let me start off. The Texans had the lead in the fourth quarter, 9-6. to six. They lose to the Broncos, 16-9. to nine. Then you had the Browns, 30-17 to 17 in the fourth quarter. Less than two minutes left in the game. The Jets end up winning 31-30. to 30. The Bucks and the Saints tied 3-3 going into the fourth. Only for the Bucks to score 17 points to make it a 20-10 win. The Jaguars shut out the Colts. The Ravens blew a 35-14 lead and lose 42-38. The Bengals trailed 17-3. Yeah, they tied it up in the fourth quarter. Yes, the offensive line of the Bengals suck. I know. But damn, Brett Mehart from the Cowboy Kicker kicked a 50-yard field goal for the win. And then the Raiders, 20-0 lead in halftime to blow it up in the overtime with all these fumbles and lose to the Cardinals. I mean, come on, man. What's going on? What happened? See, what happened was to be continued, I guess. These were just all full bars, and that's military term. I mean, it's just all fouled up beyond recognition. I mean, we don't know what was going on here. You know, we normally see things like this, but so early in the season, it was just unimaginable. And that right there just take my paper, my stats, and just throw it out the window. It's like, that's why they play the game, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're he, right. You kept Sunday. saying that last week, and it was funny. Oh my but God. then you see it now, it's like, you got to play all the way to the last snap. I was surprised the Ravens out of all teams, okay? Now, I like to pick on the Ravens because ever since that game was over, a lot of people are picking the Miami Dolphins, okay? And I like to talk, call you out, Frank. Yes, you know. And all you Dolphins know and all the pickers out there, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't say, oh, look at them Dolphins. Look at this. Look at that. I'm sorry. That was just only one game. One game. And, yes, there might be 2-0. But you know that if the Ravens would have gotten those first downs when they needed to, that we wouldn't be talking about the Dolphins right now. We'll be talking about Lamar Jackson's contract that hasn't been established yet. And again, we'll say that, hey, he's not talking about it. But instead, we're talking about Tua, of all the stats that he has and everything else. Listen, we're not having this conversation, and I'm not going to put Dolphins ahead of the Bills because we'll find out this weekend. Okay, we're going to find out. However, 
you have to play all four quarters in the NFL game. You just don't snap and be like, oh, now we're going to play in the fourth quarter. It's just not that easy. It's not. No, I agree. You know, and for someone like Baltimore to blow that big of a lead at home was a very surprising thing. You know, you expect it from, from lesser teams with, you know, not so well of a defense and stuff like that. But, you know, it was a, it was a statement made by Miami. I give them that, you know, they won the week. Okay. I give them that. You can't take that away from them. They won the week, but you have to be consistent going through the year. Okay. And this is just week two of, of, almost 17, 18 weeks that we got to go. And you're going to face bigger and tougher challenges, bigger and better defenses. And their their challenge is already coming up this week against Buffalo, who has unprecedentedly destroyed the two teams that they've played. Okay. I mean, there was no doubt about it. Tennessee, they took them to the wood chippers, and they took the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, to the wood chippers. If that's any indication of what Buffalo is fixing to do, this year, be careful. Be careful. Okay. Not saying that Miami can't beat Buffalo. This is a division rivalry. Okay. These two teams know each other so well. Uh, we're going to be talking about that during right. our picks. Uh, right. So I'm not going to go too much into it. But yeah. Frank was right. Baltimore obviously didn't play four quarters. You're right. They didn't. But now they did the Dolphins, but they played at the right moment. They took advantage of the situation. Yeah. And, and who to- knows? Who knows? I mean, look, they locked all the receivers down three quarters. And then all of a sudden, there was a lot of miscues, a lot of confusion going on. Hey, it is what it is. But then I'm going to tell you that if these players were to play a full preseason, I don't think we would have gotten those results. I feel like we're getting those results now like a week four preseason. And now week three is almost like a week one. Now we're going to start seeing the real deal of these NFL teams. Who's going to step up? and who is not, and I'm not ready to start crowning people until four weeks into the season. We're right. still trying to, like, get the feelings of everybody, okay? Yeah. We got injuries. We got suspensions. We got off-the-field issues. There's a lot of soap opera going on in the NFL this past week leading in for tomorrow, which they opens with the Steelers versus the Browns, which is pretty fabulous. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about our picks Real quick, we'll get that situated. And, again, we're trying to change it up a little bit to where we're going to make those straight picks of all the games, but then we're going to go back and pick five games for the spread. So we're going to make our own parlay up in here. And uh, (laughs) Mm. I'm ready for some more football, baby. I'm ready. I mean, this is it's pretty going pretty fast, honestly. We're already in week three, believe it or not. This is is unbelievable. So – Let's go ahead and start off. Let me bust out the background music, you know, because we got we, we to get the music. Night football. This is still visiting the Cleveland Browns. Again, straight up. Uh, Trubisky wants to air the ball more. That's that's his comment this week, man, uh, coming in. You know, and, and, and this is something that's very unusual for any player to talk about. They want to do something without talking to the coach, right? But um, can we trust Trubisky? Can we trust him to lead the way to Steelers right now? And I mean, I know he's going through three different organizations, but can we trust this guy to air the ball for the Steelers? In this game, maybe so. Because honestly, mm. I don't see anything that... Honestly, I don't see anything that either team could do to stop the, the passing game 
on the other side, honestly. But I'm really, I'm really concerned about the Steelers being an underdog for the third straight week. Already three weeks in, they're underdogs all three games. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna tell you what right now. If the Steelers were to lose this game, the conversation will be when will Kenny Pickett get his start? Exactly. But yeah. I, I am picking the Browns in this game. Uh, straight up, I think the Browns will win at home against the Steelers. And I'm picking the Browns too. I think the Browns are a little better against the run. I think they can, you know, they can stop the Steelers on that aspect. Um, I don't really care what percentage Trubisky does in the air. It's what you could do on the ground and defensively. So I'm going to give the edge to Cleveland myself. All right. The Houston Texans visit the Chicago Bears. Bears are favoring this game, uh, but I'm not seeing it, man. Uh, Lovey Smith is an inspired defensive coach. Yeah, I, I I bragged about him and what he had done in week one and, and uh, finishing in the tie and everything else. But the Texans are 4-1 against the Bears. Okay, I'm I'm sticking with the Houston Texans on this one. And, and, I, and I can see rightfully so, but I'm going with the Bears on this one at home uh, to, do, to get the job done. Even though I know, well, see, I, I just think that with Justin Fields at quarterback, you know, I think they'll be able to do well almost 76 passing yards per game. I feel that Houston won't have any kind of quite any kind of answers on defense to try to stop the Chicago Bears team at home. So I'm going with the Bears on this one. I'm counting two touchdowns in this game. Mm, interesting. And look at the look at the line. I mean it's really a small line. Yeah, 40 points over under. <laughs> I'll make it 25 over under. <laughs> <laughs> The Raiders versus the Titans. Now, this is the battle of who's going to finish in first, uh, their first win. Excuse me, not first place. Who will get their first win? Um, the Raiders will get their first win on the road. That's what I'm picking. I'm picking the Raiders. The I, Titans, the Ra- no, I okay. mean, the, the Titans, if they go on three, we could date back into 2009 when they started their, their, their season 0-6. Okay? I'm picking the Raiders. I think they have a slight edge over them, and I'm locking them in. Yeah, lock me in with the Raiders too. I think Derek Carr got the better weapons. He's got Darren Waller. He's got Devontae Adams. If we and we've seen this last week when they played the Cardinals, um, despite the fact that they did lose that game, but they still got the weapons. I mean, with Tennessee, they just they went from being the best to the worst right now from last year being number one to now. If it ain't for Derrick Henry, this team would be worse off than what they already. So uh, give me, give me the Raiders. All right, Kansas City versus Indianapolis, and I, <laughs> the Colts, man. I'm telling you, they get shut down by the Jaguars. The the Colts will have a long season, man. This is a wake up call. Where's Matt Ryan? Where's this offense? Where's Jonathan Th- Taylor? Where's oh, where are these key people at? All this talent. What happened? that they can't handle the Kansas City Chiefs. Which the Kansas City Chiefs are well known in the first half of the season struggling on defense. So right now, I'm picking the Chiefs to win outright. And I want to be surprised if the Chiefs shut out the Colts in this game. I know it. I mean, what is going on with the Colts here? They got a negative four turnover ratio here. This is just ridiculous. I mean, it's embarrassing what they're looking at. You know, I thought this was going to be a better Colts team with Matt Ryan. You know, but I understand the offensive scheme probably different over there in Indianapolis versus Atlanta. But still, man, you got Matty Ice on your side, man. He should be doing something, but I don't see anything any different going to happen. The Chiefs are going to roll over them. All right. 
the Bills versus the Dolphins. Now everyone is talking about like, this is the game of the week. Whoa, my God, Tua's doing the thing. Oh my God, they got Tariq Kill. It's over. They got Waddle Waddle, Bada Bada, Bidi Bidi. I don't care. The Bills are going to win, okay? It doesn't matter what the Dolphins did last week. It should have never happened against the Ravens, but it is what it is. Let's not forget the Bills have won seven straight games. The last time that the Bills lost was in Miami on December 2nd, 2018. Guess who was the quarterback? Oh, it was this rookie named Josh Allen. And since then, he's never lost against the Dolphins. And yes, the Bills got the power. But you know what else they have? A better defense than last year. So lock me in with the Buffalo Bills and slap all those people that hit that bad wagon in the Miami and settle down. You know, I, I like I like Miami because they they got a good team, and I think they will give Buffalo a run for their money in this division. But Josh Allen is seven and one with twenty one touchdowns. Okay, against Miami, he's gonna go through it again. He's gonna he's gonna show everybody that what Miami did last week to Baltimore was a fluke and they're going to continue the hot hand here they just offensively are on fire right now i don't see how miami's going to slow down josh allen and that offense I'm i don't even know why people are saying miami's going to the afc championship already <laughs> we ain't got dan marino on this team sorry it's laughable but hey i'm gonna I'm 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 see if you got you will laugh at me with this pick is the lions versus the vikings now, I know when we're discussing in our routine, I said the Lion's King, right? And I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, hold on for a second. This ain't the movie. This is the real deal here, all right? The Lion will be on top, will conquer the Viking, right? And listen, DeAndre Swift is the, is the real deal here. He is listed as questionable for this Sunday's game. If he starts, you guarantee that the Lions will take this game. They might win by a field goal. I am confident that the Lions will play a lot better. But if he doesn't play, then the slight edge goes to the Vikings. Uh, but can we trust Jared Goff? Yeah, we cannot. That's why he's with Detroit. Um, and another thing, the Vikings struggled last week against the Eagles. But the Lions played the Eagles. And it was neck to neck. Yes, it was. Just saying. Now, I know the, the, the history between them. The Lions will always been garbage. Give me the Lions in this game. I, okay, I respect that. But I don't, I'm not sold on the, the Lions defense. I mean, you saw what we, that, what they gave up against, you know, Philadelphia. You saw how Washington made a comeback on them. I just think with Kirk Cousin having Justin Jefferson on his side here, I think this offense is going to light it up against Detroit and, push that way to where we said that Minnesota will win this division at the end of the year and so I went against them against Green Bay they proved me wrong I went with them with Philly but Philly was a bit, was a different team than Green Bay I think they take Detroit here and march on their way to winning the NFC North so I got Minnesota so every time you pick them they do the opposite yeah, thank you, you thank you for having my back <laughs> all right the Ravens at the Patriots if, if it was Tom Brady this is this this is would have been a big storyline, but it's not. Mac Jones is there. Lamar Jackson's playing probably for a, a big contract. Yes, the Ravens are in the, uh, our favorite. We don't know what type of offense the Patriots have, but the last time they played in New England, the Patriots won by a slight margin. And I'm gonna continue to pick in the Patriots on this one. 
Okay. The okay. Pages do have defense. They do. They somehow play different when it comes to the Ravens. I've got the Patriots on this one. You know, it's funny how these two teams got one thing in common this year. They both lost to the Dolphins. <laughs> but look, but look, I like Lamar Jackson. You know, he split his two starts against New England. Okay, and he's completed more than 70% of his passes. Tom Brady is not on the other side anymore. Okay, so I feel that Baltimore will fix what they messed up last week. Clean those, clean those messes up. Play four quarters. They'll get in there and they'll take care of a New England team. To me, that's kind of all over the place right now. We don't know what we're getting offensively or defensively week by week. I know it's only been two weeks, but New England just kind of looked like a wishy-washy team to me. Baltimore looks more solid. Okay, I think if they step into that running game, I think they're just they're going to be the better team going to Foxborough, and they'll beat the New England Patriots. So I got Baltimore. All right, the Bengals versus the Jets. Bad luck for the Bengals for losing to the Cowboys. The Jets got their first win in the comeback. Uh, I think the Bengals are going to bounce back and win big against the Jets. Uh, but that's if that offensive line can hold it together because it's they say they're fixing in the offseason. I just don't see it. Why is Burrow getting sacked 13 times? And it's, only two, it's only two weeks. Two weeks. What are they going to do? Try to get this guy hurt? If Burrow gets hurt in this game, you go ahead and brute for the Jets. But for now, I'm picking the Bengals. It, it, to me, if Joe Burrow wasn't as good as he is, you know, his season, his career would have been over already. He takes too many hits, too many sacks, and the offensive line needs to correct those issues. It's not Joe Burrow. He, they need to fix that. But I think we get a heavy dose of Joe Mixon this week against the Jets. Joe Flacco ain't going to do no miracle like he did against Cleveland. I got the Bengals beating the Jets on this one. All right. I like this one. I like it. The Eagles versus the Washington Commanders. Look, I hate it, man. And coming from a Giants fan, but re be realistic here. What, what what the cards have for us, right? The Eagles swept the Commanders last season with the dominant, and, and they got a dominant season happening right now. Okay. I will give the Eagles 10 points in this game, not six and a half. I give them 10 points spread on this one. Eagles will take care of business at the Capitol. Yeah, I, I agree. And I know a lot of people calling the Commanders the commodes here. I think they're just the pretenders. I don't think they're going to be competing anything for anything. No, even the general just left the building on that one, baby. Yeah, I I feel like Philadelphia is the much better team in this game. Carson Wentz, I guess you want to call it, I don't know, a revenge game or whatever the case may be. But whatever no. the case may be. Yeah, that's what I say. Jalen Hurt, A.J. Brown, bam, bam, bam. I think Philly goes into Washington, takes take command of this game from the Commanders, and roll on to an un, a, a still undefeated record. Wentz throws three interceptions in this game. Okay, I could take that. Saints versus the Panthers. This was a hard one to pick, man. But you know, eh, Winston didn't do doesn't do well in Carolina. I'm picking the Panthers to win. Panthers uh, blow out the Saints. And you can hashtag it, uh-oh, Saints heading to eights. No, you know, it, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to agree with you. I don't like Baker Mayfield, but I don't trust Jamin Winston in this game. I think ba Baker Mayfield will get back on the stride here, win his first game, and get this Panthers going in the right direction. Matt Rule always says trust the process. I don't know what 
what you need to be trusted now because you try to get, get this first win here. So let's go, <laughs> Carolina. Jaguars visits the Chargers. Congratulations to the Jaguars this Man. early in the season to win. I mean, it only took them like two seasons to get where they're supposed to, right? I'm yeah. just saying, a 42 to nothing win? What? When they're going against a banged up quarterback, right? But that's not going to happen. Justin Herbert, as long as they continue to run the ball and protect Herbert from getting hit, yeah, I got the Chargers safely winning this game. Yeah, I got I got them safely winning this game too. I think they bounce back. Jacksonville go kind of get knocked down a little bit more. So, but I, I like Jacksonville. They're getting better. They are. Um, so we'll see what happens now that Doug Peterson is on is taking over that team, coaching it. So, but for this <laughs> one, I like Herbert. I like his ribs being good. I like the Chargers. Well, you know, ribs is what I'm going to cook this weekend, man. So, you know, if you're ready, come on over. Nice. But i like to give a big shout-out to Dennis Carnes, who is our frequent follower here on All 4 Downs Podcast. And my friend, yes, you didn't miss our picks for the Buffalo Bills. And, man, please rewind it and check it out again. But I'm going to let you know right now, we did pick the Bills. They're going to make it eight in a row. So if you already know, we got the stats. We got you, man. And then he says the Chargers by 17 at home. Okay. Wow. All righty then. I got it. You know what? I'll put that money in for you as we talk about picks, uh, the spreads later on on the show. But hey, moving on to the LA Rams versus the Cardinals. A uh, good rivalry in the NFC West. And But I'm picking the Rams on this one. I think the Cardinals are going to have a hangover on that overtime win over the Raiders. And they're going to forget how to win. And I'm picking the Rams defense to take charge in this one. Sean McVay is 10 and 1 against the Cardinals, dude. I mean, he's got so much success against Kyle, against against these Cardinals. And Kyler Murray, he to me, he's still all over the place. He's still trying to figure out who slapped him. So you know what? Figure it out in Arizona. I give me the Rams on this one. I like the t- <laughs> <laughs> You went there, man. You went I, there. I'm sorry. <laughs> After further review, it don't look like anybody really did slap him. So, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> the Falcons versus the Seahawks. Hold on here. <laughs> Why is the Falcon picture so little and the Seahawks so big? I mean, are we it's just the tough man, yo? It's the tough man over there in Seattle. <laughs> are we just shrinking the Falcons because they can't see that no success in life? I mean, come on, man. I don't know, man, but um, I'm picking the Seahawks to win. I mean, I feel so bad for these Falcons. I mean, they, like, lead the league in history as blowing leads. I'm like, (laughs) are you serious? You know, I feel bad for the Falcons, but I'm sorry. I think Geno Smith, you know, is going to do his thing at home against the Falcons. So, Marcus Mariota, I give him props. He's going to do his thing. But he can't do the team. He can't do it alone. He's going to need a, an offense. He's not going to have it. Seattle, the 12th man, is going to rain down that parade. Give me the Seahawks. All right. All right. Listen, we got the Packers and the Buccaneers, the most talked about uh, this week, uh, besides the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. But listen, I, I'm just going to squeak by here and say the Bucks are going to take care of business. I know they signed out. They, they they signed a wide receiver. Uh, I guess yesterday. Um, 
I don't know the status. It's like every week there's always something new to talk about about what the Bucks have and don't have. I know Mike Evans is not going to be there. He has that one game suspension, but I don't think he is the guy. Um, and I'm thank you, Dennis. Uh, he said Beasley yeah. was signed yeah. for the Buccaneers. Yeah. They, they okay. signed him to the practice squad. They say, but I mean, you know, they're going to call him up. You know, Man, you know he, we he's know stretching he it out. Yeah, we know who yeah. he is, and I know exactly who Aaron Rodgers is. He's going to be airing it out. And those receivers are going to be dropping passes. So give me the bucks on this one. You know, I think it's frustrating because Rodgers got a lot of rookie receivers. And, I mean, it showed in that very first game of the season. First pass, wide open, the man dropped it. Before you know it, I think Rodgers is going to give up this season. Um, and so I'm going to give the slight edge to Tom Brady here. Hopefully this is the last time we see these two go at it. But you never know with Tom Brady. So, Tom Brady's retiring after this year, so don't worry about it. You know, yeah, his, and, and, and then his still, looks shows, man. His looks, it shows. Yeah, I mean, that and, dude looks so old right now. Yeah. I mean, look at the picture from last year to this year. Stress just took over him. I just I, I, Green Bay got to be careful because if Tampa Bay's defense exploits them, Rogers is going to be seeing the sky all day. So <laughs> at Raymond James Field, so the San Francisco 49ers visits the Denver Broncos, and I'm gonna tell you right now, the 49ers are re-energized they got their man behind the center they finally got it i picked san francisco 49 as the favorite for the nfc i do trust in garoppolo and i don't care what other people think about him the medium got him bashing and everything else like he's not the top dog y'all forgot that he was the backup quarter for tom brady y'all forgot that he was a super he was supposed to supersede behind tom brady and yet, with all this politics going on, that he ended up going to San Francisco, and still he's not getting that respect. There was a reason, you know. Sometimes shit happens, man, and it's in his favor. Garoppolo will take charge. And sorry, Russell Wilson, but this is not the season for the Broncos. It's not. You got a rookie as head coach, which whatever he did in Green Bay is not going to work in Denver this year. Give me San Francisco in a big win. No, I agree. Look, um, San Francisco, they know Russell Wilson so well, okay? But he's not on a team that's going to be a threat right now, okay? Mm -hmm. They're in Denver, and um, I was able to catch some that game between the Broncos and the Texans, and they were just booing Russell Wilson. I'm sorry. I don't think mm -hmm. the Bronco fans are happy with him being there. I don't know what it is, but the 49ers, their defense is nasty. They're going to just swallow him home. They're going to have Russell Wilson running all over the place here. Give me the Niners in this one. It's the coach, man. The coaching staff. Can't blame the guy. He's executing those plays. I never seen, you know, like Russell Wilson can throw the ball. I need to see yeah. more deep balls. I mean, I don't know. You can't protect him like you protect Mac Jones, right? I'm just right. saying. Like, you just got to let him play the game. Yeah, and then, you know, ah. you got a, you got the first-year head coach in the Daniel Hackett. So, we're trying to, they're trying to figure things out in Denver. I'm sorry, but I think the Broncos are finishing last in the West, the way they're playing. Mm. An interesting thought here, man. We got Monday Night Football. And finally, finally, I mean, I can't believe it, man. The New York Giants are 2-0. Can they make it 3-0? And they're favorite in this game. I know it. Favorite yeah. and now the points change, right? Because yeah. yesterday it was at two and a half, today is at one point. You might as well just say pick them, 
Yeah. I'm picking the Giants to beat the Cowboys at MetLife Stadium. Look, I trust Brian Dable. Okay, I don't trust Daniel Jones, but I trust our head coach. Brian Dable, for, he knows what he's doing because if he didn't, we won't be 2-0. Okay, the Cowboys are, have won nine of the last 10 games against the Giants, but this history between these two has always favored the Cowboys. I hate to say it, but it is true. But Daniel Jones is completing about over 70% of his passes, so that should count for something. Saquon Barkley is finally awoke. Okay, so that should count for something. And so I think right now, New York should come out the win. And, hey, I'll take it. Bill's B team. That's fine. We'll go 3-0. and I take my Giants over them Cowboys for the win. I mean, we be listen, man, with if, the Eagles. If that's what you want to call it this way, I mean, last week I heard the same thing. We get the repeat again this week. It is what it is, man. You know, like, since Tom Coughlin left, we never had an actual staff. And it showed. And finally, we got somebody that can understand, utilize what he has. And, of course, it's going to get better and better each year. Not saying that they're going all the way, right, but I'm right. telling you right now, the Giants are looking better than the Cowboys right now. Hey, we're the only like- thing I'm worried about is the defense. Can they penetrate and get to the quarterback? Because we're not doing that all the time. But, right. hey. I mean, we're, we're, making, we're, getting, we're getting the defensive help where we need it. Okay, so I think it's going to help out. If Daniel Jones just continues following what Coach Dabo has, I think Daniel Jones will be all right. I see a winning season for us. I was skeptic, but now I see Dabo in action. I see a winning season. At least I see a winning problem. season too. I also see a winning bids coming up in my picks when I go on DraftKings and Sugar House because that's what I'm playing on this week. And we're going to start with our spread, the Raiders and the Titans. The Raiders' favorite two points four to five and a half over under i'm actually taking the raiders to win by a field goal so i'm taking the points and the raiders will defeat the titans with three seconds left on the clock and the game winning field goal this time the kicker's going to make it i'm going to take the points on this one too i think the raiders are just going to really shut down tennessee no matter what both on both sides of the ball here and tennessee's just gonna have to go back to back to the drawing board and figure out what they're going to have to do. So give me the points on this one, too. All right. We're going to go ahead to the Chiefs and the Colts. And I'm going to tell you right now, this I don't even know why this is five and a half. It should be a larger number. So I'm taking Kansas City on the points. They will win big in Indianapolis. Give me the same thing. I like this. I'm going to stay away from the over-under because without luck, Matty Ice start going crazy for fantasy football for some players, for people. And <laughs> but so I'm going to say, give me the five mm-hmm. and a half. I mean, seriously, I think Kansas City is going to really wipe the floor with them again. Seriously. All right. The Bills and the Dolphins. Look, at six points, I'm like this right now because even though I'm going for the Bills, but the spread is really tricky for me. But I'm going to tell you this. I don't believe the hype at 52 and a half. I'm going to go under by purpose because I think the Bills defense will contain Tua and he ain't going to go see his receivers on the, uh, on this Sunday. So I am taking the under 52 and a half. I am too because I looked at this history, man, and I tell you what, these two have been explosive against one another, but I think they left a lot of it last week on the field on both their games. So I'm going to go with the under on this one too. I think Miami will keep it close. So that's why I'm kind of not staying away from that spread there. Like so, I'm not saying nothing, but I just don't think the way things yeah. were last week and you yeah. got a better defense 
and Buffalo. Von right. Miller is coaching these guys and make that that the linebackers set ready to go. And right. I don't think speed got anything to do with it, but I'm convinced that it'll be less than 52. Yeah, I believe so too. All right, Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Okay, let me start this one off here. I think this one right here, I'm going to go with the over on this one. I just think this is going to be a shootout between these two quarterbacks. I think Aaron Rodgers, even though he's struggling with the wide receiver, rookie receivers he got here, but I think he's going to find a way of getting the ball into their hands here. I think this could be a pretty high-scoring game. So give me the over on this one. So I, I, I feel like it's going to go over 41 and a half. I have a feeling that in the second half, we'll see the points go over. I think 41 is too little, and I understand, like you said, I mean, we don't even know what's going on with, with Tampa Bay, but ain't that what they meant to do anyway, to throw us off? Yeah. I'm taking that, but I'm I'm sticking with Tampa Bay winning anyway, but I'm taking the over. Okay. Now, here we go. He said Rodgers can't throw and catch, catch it himself. No, but he knows how. He'll he, make it happen. He always makes it happen. He can make no-name mm -hmm. receivers receivers. He figures it out. All right, this is my wild card pick. I am taking the points on the Lions because I got them winning this game anyway, and I'm taking those six points. So regardless of the Vikings slid by by a field goal, I come out winning anyways. So I'm taking the Lions to win this game. I'm taking the points. And right. lastly, we got Hector with the Falcons and the Seahawks. I'm going to take the over on this one. I think that even though Matty Ice, I mean, I'm sorry, Mar Matty Ice is out the way. Mariota's in there. You know, he's proven himself. I think between him and Geno Smith, there's going to be a lot of offensive scoring in this game. And so give me the over on the 42 here. Ooh, man, over. Yes, yes. Man, if I was betting with you, man, I'm on, I wouldn't say over, man. I think so. I don't know. I think this is more like a punt, punt return. Uh, <laughs> punt here, punt there until they punt get everything here. situated. But yeah, uh, yeah, the sea turkeys versus the pigeons. Yeah, you nailed it, Dennis. You <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> and once again, this show is brought to you by the CMG Sports. Our website will be coming shortly, being called CMG Central. But like again, it's still under construction. But hey, stay tuned because college football is coming up next for all four downs. So if you're following our YouTube channel, please subscribe. All right. Tell everybody, share it. Please subscribe to our channel. Follow us on Facebook. And you can follow me on Twitter. That's OV underscore HHW show. On behalf of Hector and myself, thank you for watching. And stay tuned, man, for college football coming up next here on your favorite YouTube channel. It's all four downs. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha.